Imagine you're a car refinisher. You know, one of those guys that um, has that work of art developing in your own garage. You bought it as a body. You put the engine in it, and now it's starting to come together. A a real-life muscle car. You know, and finally, after all that effort has been put in, and you have uh, gotten all the rust out and honed everything down and put on that coat and the gloss and redone the interior and all that kind of, it's been a labor of love, right? You finally take it out for the test drive. And you get it out and you get it up to full speed. A car that was meant to do almost 200 miles an hour. Top speed, you're at 45. (laughs) Traffic is passing you in your muscle car. What's going to be your reaction at that point? Are you going to settle for that and say, oh, you know, it does look good? (laughs) Or, Or would your heart be to see that that lives into what it was designed for? Are you going to let that frustration stop you there? Or are you going to press through to see that the design fully lives itself out. I think Nicodemus came late one night to Jesus because he knew the life that God had designed for him was something much more than it was. Jesus, we know that God is with you. Otherwise, you could not do the things that you do. 200 miles an hour. This is the life. That the Lord promises. I, but, but my life's here. 45 with traffic passing it on both sides. What then? What do you do? Do you gloss it up and say, well, not what the doctor promised, but at least I look good. I, I can fake being a disciples with others and maybe not too many people realize that I'm falling back in the crowd, you know? Or or you're willing to go back into the shop. Look under the hood. Tinker until you find out what's not yet right. And whatever it costs. See that this life as a disciple becomes all that our disciple maker said it would be. takes people with heart like Nicodemus, who though he was a teacher of the Jews, decided to come to a backwoods preacher named Jesus and find out what he was missing. And that Jesus told him that, Nick, even though you're one that we look up to around here, you're a teacher of everybody else, unless you're born again, unless you're willing to start all over become a spiritual infant and then a spiritual toddler and a spiritual child and a spiritual youth and a spiritual parent unless you're willing to look under the hood and fully develop in that process 
what you're meant for, what you're designed for is always going to be elusive. Nicodemus was overwhelmed. I, how, how can I do that? How can I enter into my mother's womb a second time? What Nick didn't know is what Peter didn't know when he saw that huge catch of fish. It didn't depend on his ability. It depended on the ability of the one he was following. We come to this table today to follow, to find the strength to follow. We come saying, Lord Jesus, I don't care what it is. Look under the hood. Show me who I am and who I can be. And show me the next step in following you in that design. Would you come to this table with that kind of open heart this morning? With that holy dissatisfaction. Things never have to be the way they've been when you're following the one that shapes tomorrow. This is your Jesus. Follow him. And I pray that somehow today before you leave in your own heart, you'll know the next step. God give you the courage that he gave Nicodemus at night to look under the hood Lord Jesus, we thank you that you love us, that you accept us, but that you never leave us where we are. So God, we come to this, your table, asking for the strength that we need, the grace that we need, the guidance that we need to become all that you designed us to be. We thank you that you show us the heart of our creator, of our God, when on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you took bread and broke it and gave it to your disciples and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. He said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Lord God, we pray that as we follow, we would remember the image of the life that you lived among us would be so clear that we would not stop short of letting you live that life through us. We lift the hood. We confess our sins. We we lay our lives before you, Lord God, and pray that you would be the master mechanic of our destiny. Shape us to be like your son. And may that shaping continue this morning. We ask in the name of Jesus who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You're invited to the Lord's table.